Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Um Actually Comics. I know we've been away a long time, but we are back. I am here, and I am joined, as ever, by my stalwart companion, Bob, and his catchphrase. <laughs> hey, hey, what is my catchphrase again? Hi, hi there. It was... <laughs> It was oh oh hey. oh oh hey there oh oh hi oh hi I guess it's oh hi. <laughs> I thought it was something high I don't know I'm high you, I'm not you've lost you've lost your catchphrase lost my catchphrase we'll have to listen to the previous yep. episodes and remember what it was uh, but either way uh, we're back the comics are finally on time the reason we skipped we skipped yes hi. <laughs> yes hi <laughs> yes hi uh, the comics have been just abysmally late for the last couple weeks. Jerks. It does appear, I mean, I believe that it was a holiday that interfered last week, but the week before was just, I have no idea what's wrong with them. We've got a holiday next week, so. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, it's funny, Diamond had been compensating for that stuff for a while, but I think this is UPS delays. I think this uh. is not Diamond's fault, <laughs> even though I would love to blame Diamond for everything. Yes. I think this is more of a more of an issue with the UPS, ups. because ups has been... Downs. There, you know, there have been some real downs with the ups. Uh, so, hey, let's talk about comic books. I like them. You know, these are the things that I didn't read this week. <laughs> I read I read a fair amount of stuff. We actually had okay. customers. Uh, yeah, you were busy. Is, it's a thing that I forget about the summer that, like, yeah. I will State not theater have, show. Oh, that's what was going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was just like, I could not get away for anything. I read two X-Men comics and that was it hmm. and uh, nothing else and there were a couple things I really did want to read oh. and I did not get to them but uh, I'll lie about them and I'll make up stories that sound like I've read them I read several and I skimmed more action comics uh, skimmed Superman takes a job at a hot dog stand and eats all the hot dogs. That would be so much better. He's just running around with like a gladiator costume in space. I <laughs> like I don't to me. But then the thing is weird. There's a backup story in it that was actually like it's like all the supporting cast members that are like, hey, where the fuck is Superman? <laughs> like, and that one was like, just make this the comic because it's I way better. Like, I feel like whenever Superman isn't there, everyone should be saying, hey, where's Superman? Yeah, uh, just like Poochie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, yes. Well, there he is. Superman's the new Poochie. He's in space being, being Poochie. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Aquaman number five is a comic book that continues to come out, and I haven't read anything. Nor have I. And don't know or care what is happening. It sucks because I do like the new Aquaman character, but this is just not a thing that I'm that I'm into. Yeah. I didn't read it. I, I just I feel like Aquaman is become something that i don't like never even like looks like aquaman and then there's the new character that's like fine but they never let him be like aquaman? in the comic and be aquaman it's so frustrating so it's like, just kind of like okay so you give me nothing that i want and yeah. it's also it's aquaman so the only way you'll ever get me to buy aquaman is to give me exactly what i want right exactly i completely concur uh archie jumbo digest number 331 okay this right. one jughead has forgone the hamburgers and is now he's 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 eating ice cream but <laughs> there's an awful lot of scoops on this ice cream wow. and <laughs> archie is heard to say do you need a hand jughead jughead replies with the bon mot i need lots of them and uh That's great hilarious. great joy was had by all <laughs> readers of the comic chuckles abound <laughs> chuckles galore uh for that one uh avengers number 57 is out this was weird avengers was it? yeah it was like in world war ii it was what like the dude? world war ii avengers that okay. aren't the liberty legion or whatever marvel's previous right. world war ii the, superhero i mean the the invaders well there's the invaders yeah yeah and and anyway, uh, sorry, I had Liberty Legion on my brain because I just bought the Marvel two and one with Thing versus with Thing and Tigra, and the next one is like with the Liberty Legion. So I was like, oh, Liberty Legion, that's a thing. I don't yes. even know who that is. I just remember them from the next issue blurb of this comic. I just uh, read. I don't know who the Phoenix is in this, but I like her design. Yeah, there's a that's pretty cool. There's a basically like a ghost rider that's like the haunted tank, but like ghost nice. rider, and that was like the cool one. But he doesn't show up until the end, 
And I was like, it would have been cool if the whole comic was just that. <laughs> Getting rid of the, I mean, that do, said, doing I have, the haunted tank without the Confederacy stuff would probably be a, <laughs> right. But I mean, it wasn't like up. haunted tank, but it was like it's Ghost Rider right. in a tank, and I just kind of like, you know, it's like, did you watch the Obi Wan Kenobi show? Um, we shouldn't spoil anything. I won't spoil anything. I spoiled the ending. But there's like a thing that happens at the end of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. That's the whole thing I wanted the whole show. Yes, exactly. And it's like, just give me the thing I want. Uh, no, we've got to make for this the, the rest of the show. 25. So like the Avengers comic, I want the Ghost Rider in the tank. Just give me the Ghost Rider in the tank. Don't like make yeah. me sit through a bunch of talking and then have the Ghost Rider show up at the end and be like, howdy, boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, that's and the also, coolest thing you had. Also... The fact, as far as like wasted Marvel properties, uh, uh, is it is his name Orson? The 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 Iron Fist with the guns. Oh, I don't remember the name. Orson Randall is that his name? Oh yeah, he's like the 1930s uh, guy. He was the World War Two era. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like he, the pulp one. He was the pulp era, and he channeled his chi through sh- through six shooters. Yeah, that was cool. And, and it the was Immortal Iron Fist. Awesome. <laughs> I haven't read that comic in years. It was so good, and it that good. character is so amazing. And yeah. I'm like, that is just money on the table. Yeah. And I know that there was he like 19 teens though. He might have been. Like he might have been World War One because War I think he also was an opium addict. He was. Yeah, he was kind of based on. Um, What's his name? Quatermain. Alan oh, Quatermain, Alan Quatermain. Think, that or, makes sense. Yeah. Or like one of those pulp guys. I mean, and that also. That I don't know anything about. I mean, unfortunately, the, there there is a problem with just the Iron Fist character in general because the entire concept is a very dated Orientalism concept that is not cool anymore and it is not an okay thing to do of just like taking someone and taking a religion or a you know, a culture oh, yeah. and turning it into something strange and weird. But then the white guy comes in and he's the only one that's the best at what like, yeah. white guy's always the best at whatever, whatever he shows was, up to. I was reading some cheesy internet list today of like British, so like the best British superheroes of Marvel comics. And like 90 of them were like cultural appropriation <laughs> no. guys, like Kazar and like, they're all just like blonde aristocrat, yeah. like fucking dickheads. I Captain mean, Britain is kind of, like that yeah i mean kazar almost takes care of some of the issues with a tarzan because the savage land is not the same it's it's uh it's a magical kind of place it's a place it's a place that existed for many 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 thousands and millions of years and then all of a sudden a blonde white guy showed up (laughs) okay and he's now the undisputed ruler of it okay (laughs) <laughs> uh yep uh objection yeah, uh, it would be like if, if the savage land was america you know in fact it's <laughs> oh boy they yep. get right. rid of it hey speaking of things that are less like that how about basilisk a book mm. i very much like it's in its second trade paperback and you can buy it now and you should nice. do that Again, like I said, I've said this a million times, it's very Stephen Kingy. If you like that kind of thing, you should definitely go for it. It is up my alley as a Stephen King fan. Notoriously unpopular novelist Stephen King. <laughs> if you're one of the few people that from Maine who enjoys Stephen King's work, uh, you might want to check it out. Uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight. Oh. Number four of eight is Ooh. out. Uh, as We're at the halfway know. point already. It seems like it just started. Yes, all of our copies are, of course, signed by Sean. And you know, there's one that isn't signed, and I'm very sorry. It's my fault. You son of a bitch! <laughs> I had one that I'm I was reading because he had one. He hadn't signed him, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh shit!" And <laughs> then I tried to like sneak it in, but I then it didn't get seen. So you might uh, find the one that isn't signed. Oh god, I, I'm gonna have to find that before uh, I accidentally ship it to somebody. I can find it for you. <laughs> um, I know where it is. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we have that, and it continues, and this is very fun. We get yeah. our first uh, big cover appearance of our new Robin, and it's pretty great. Uh, I love yeah. this book. It's um, great. Of course, I do. You know. Easy friend. Well, that doesn't hurt, but, uh, but also I would I would really like it anyway. And, and I would writer. like it even if I hadn't gotten to write uh, oh, yeah. a little part of the previous two series. Ooh, 
Is this uh, is this the most popular Batman comic? I mean, I, for you, it probably is, but no, like no, in it, general, is it like the best selling Batman comic? I, believe I wouldn't is. be surprised if it was. Uh, I believe the main Batman title sells better, but not with trades factored in. Oh, if if you factor in trades, this is uh, Batman White Knight, the first series trade paperback has been on the New York Times bestseller list since it came out. I believe it is still there. Wow. Or at least it was like two months ago the last time I checked. Wow. It's like the so, Beatles of Batman comics. It legitimately is. Like it has or sold very, very, very well. So it, it's it's not surprising that he's that they're letting him do crazy things. Like we're gonna see a Jason Todd spin-off that's written by Clay, mm. who is a friend and he's pretty awesome and he's done a couple of really cool things. He's written some fun some fun indies that I really liked. Nice. He wrote a crazy Viking story that I really enjoyed. Oh. So, yeah. Cool. Um, lots of good stuff. We got the last issue of Batman Catwoman. Finally. Mm-hmm. And they're married, and they're all happy. And we can, I can officially pretend that Tom King never wrote Batman. <laughs> now, now. now you can. It's all over. Uh, we got Batman Fortress number two with Batman... It leading a squadron of flying people. Yeah, this one is like fully goes into the like, this is definitely like an alternate Earth because there's some crazy shit that goes down with the Justice League in this cool. where they don't all make it out. Nice. Um, so, you Let's know, get them. Yeah, it's um, I'm it's sure a, they kill Hawkman because no, know, what are you going to do with him? Wrong. Really? Correct. He is in it though, but it's is it's weird. The characterizations of them is like mm. really like the Flash is like cyber stalking, like like in, or like uh, there's like a line about him like uh, what is it um, like friending like sending an unwanted friend request <laughs> to someone on Instagram or whatever. Okay, so that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I mean. Yeah, that's that's very uh, on brand for the cyborg that they created in the Zack Snyder verse. Yeah, where they were like, he's just like a peeping Tom, and he's like looking at everybody through every computer, and he's hacked into everything. Lame. It's like okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Maybe someday I'll watch. I actually own Justice League, and I still haven't seen it. Like I bought it because it was like we went to like some midnight. Christmas sale, Black yeah, Friday sale I, at Walmart, and I bought it for like three dollars, and I still haven't watched it. I hate the characterizations, I really do. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's definitely moments in all of those movies that I enjoy. I like a superhero movie, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. I think if you watched it, you would enjoy it too. There are things that if you decide to get mad about them, you can get really mad about them because they are very stupid. Yeah. But, you know, if you decide to just overlook it and have fun, eh, they're fine. Someday I'll be sitting at home by myself yep. and I'll be like, maybe it's time to watch that Justice League movie. <laughs> As someone who enjoyed both The Shadow and The Phantom, you know what? I've got a pretty low bar. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen The Phantom. The Shadow's okay. I like Dick Tracy. And that said... Dick Tracy was you know legitimately what? good. You I know? I would I would defend Dick Tracy as a legitimately good film. Nice. Um, but uh, I also am one of the only people that didn't absolutely hate Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, <laughs> which I saw in the theater and thought was just fine. Like it didn't, I didn't love it, but it was like, it was whatever. It was fine. Like, it was just like, it was a movie like that they were in and they fought each other. It's (laughs) pretty much what I expected. It was dark. Yeah. Like, is there a drag queen named Donna Justice? Maybe. Was there Batman V Superman Donna Justice? And she's like half, (laughs) half Superman, half Batman in drag. Wow. Donna. I'm Batman V Superman Donna Justice. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can only I can only hope. I think it might be mine. Yeah. Uh, all right, Berserker. It's a comic book. It's just Eternal Warrior, but not as good. Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent. The, yep. t- the of course the 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 duo that you never would yeah. have expected. Of totally all the people, been. I would have been. I would have guessed anybody before Matt Kent. Yeah. To choose to do something like this, he's good though. He. No, I would absolutely not say he isn't good. Uh, he just is unexpected. Just, he is just too intelligentsia for a book like this. Uh, I don't know. I would have chosen, if you wanted a smart guy that can do a dumb premise like this, I would have gone with like a Matt Fraction or something. Hmm. Like, he's a smart guy that can do stupid, you know, if he needs to. 
Mm. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like there's so many of those guys. It just seems like Matt Kent is like he's the college professor writer of comics. I think he could do like a pitch for any book, though. Like, I just I I feel like he's like the kind of guy that could just be like, all right, hey, Matt Kent, we want you to do, you know, Exo Man of War. Okay, here's this cool take on it. You know, like, whatever. It's true. Uh, what about Buffy 97? I loved it. I thought it was really good. This is... Here's my problem with Boom Studios. Oh. They've had two books. Buffy 97 and The Last Slayer, whatever that thing is. Which I also liked. And neither of them were like promoted in oh. any way at all. Yeah. Where they were like... These should have been event books. This should have been something that they go, holy shit, everybody, hold on to your fucking tits. <laughs> something crazy is about to happen. And, you know, like, if I had been, if I'd been given any kind of pitch for that, I would have sold the hell out of the fucking old lady Buffy book. Yeah, that's it's good. It's the kind of book that people want to buy, but nobody knew there is no, I mean, uh, listen, DC doesn't have an advertising department anymore, so I can't really blame uh, Boom Studios for not having an advertising budget, but I'm still vaguely annoyed that they're not doing more. It's like these two concepts should have been big, big, big pushes, and instead they made very expensive books as the first issue with no promotion and they should have made cheap entry points you know no i think they should have just advertised it because basically what this is is buffy original buffy like as like i mean i assume i don't know if it's an ongoing or not this is done in one it's like an annual or like a quarterly or something like that where it's just one big buffy story with really good story and really good art that feels like it takes place in the show that you watched the language is like congruous with the show that you watch but it doesn't i like that the 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 big bad of it is not it's not like rehashing anything it's like and this is jeremy lambert who i believe is the co-writer for the end of doom patrol with the gerard way doom patrol okay i'm not 100 percent sure but i know this guy's name from somewhere and then the artist mariana ignazi and Mattia Iacono um, is the colorist. Uh, the coloring is actually fantastic. I think this is like Tamra Bond villain wow. level of coloring. Oh it's like it's so 1990s. Ooh, really but like, gorgeous. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It's great. It's 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 it's, it's oh, yeah. really good. No, Buffy that... 97 top top marks for yeah. me. Enjoyed it. I would say very Laura Allred esque as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, but the art style yeah. is not anything that I would associate with anything I've seen in a Buffy comic before. Yeah. Like it's it's I don't know what style it is, um, but it's it, the the artist is a very good artist. It's not really like super on model. It's like I mean obviously yeah. like yeah yeah. So it's like really more of like a like if Buffy was like a cartoon strip or whatever. Like you can tell who everyone is because of how they're stylized everyone is distinct like willow is obviously willow spike is obviously spike buffy is obviously buffy but they don't look like the actors who played them necessarily but um yeah i I really was surprised and uh totally into buffy 97 cool uh captain america symbol of truth number two looks good has deadpool deadpool all right and now we're on to the star of the week of course everyone's favorite joe satriani's crystal planet okay talk about this what is i didn't even pick this up what is joe satriani (laughs) it's joe satriani famed i'll be right back famed shred guitarist joe joe satriani has a comic book uh and it is this i don't know (laughs) i only bought it because i said you know what fuck it it's joe satriani i'll support this yeah um i like joe satriani he's my favorite bald guitar player Um, is it that he wanted to do a comic based on surfing with the alien but couldn't get the rights so probably because surfing with the alien is just about silver surfer yeah uh yes this guy doesn't have a surfboard he does not this is very image, very image looking. Yeah. 
I didn't I didn't even flip it, unfortunately. I like the cover because they used the Christar font. Uh so I was <laughs> I was like, oh cool. Oh weird. The pencils and inks are by Richard Friend, who is the letterer from remember that from the nineties. Yeah. Interesting. They pencil and inked. Hmm. Maybe it's, Tony Lee is the scripter. I don't know who that is. Uh, it was around. And this is these are '90s guys. Oh, so they probably just knew Satriani from back then. Maybe, huh? This is very Will's, uh, like Will's Portatio adjacent art. Interesting. I mean, Satriani was always the smart guy in guitar, like in the shred guitar world. He's like the dude that knows what he's doing and just never. He wasn't the wanker. He wasn't Steve Vai, but Steve Vai respected him because he knew how good he was. Uh, you know, like... Oh, man, you didn't get the cool Joe Satriani I, variant Of course cover. I did. Oh, you did. Nice. Of course I did. Excellent. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, they're great. Whatever. I think it's fun. I think it's cool that he did something. We got uh, the Dark Room graphic novel. Which is uh, uh, Duggan and uh, and Scott Buen Buen Cristanio, uh, and of course the uh, the colorist is Tamara Bonvala. So I'm like, this must be good. So, as you know, anything that Tamara Bonvala does is good. Yeah. So she does not associate herself with crap. With she's only associated with quality product that is the truth um it, it, ridiculously true like i do not ever i have never not that i can think of at least seen her name on a book that i didn't like mm. like it's crazy it's like it's almost it's almost a seal of quality uh dc uh, versus vampires you're, you're, killers you're, you're, number one you're gonna hate me soon <laughs> is she on this one no oh she's on another one that came out this week uh, is she on Deathstroke? No. Uh, okay, well, we got uh, DC versus Vampire Killers, number one. That's, fearless uh, va- DC versus Fearless Vampire Killers. Yes. Uh, Man, the, that would be cool. The Bad Brains record. Deathstroke Incorporated, number 10. It's a movie, too. Fearless Vampire Killers. <laughs> it is. Uh, Department of Truth, number 19. Yeah. That's a thing. Uh, Batman Detective Comics, 1061. Pretty good. Wrapping up the storyline, clearing the decks for the next storyline, which looks really good. I'm excited for Batman next month. <laughs> We've got Draculina. What Draculina. I love is that uh, we actually don't have the cover that is like literally the most salacious thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, we got a copy of, we got Tarot Witch of the Black Rose this week. And this Draculina cover cover is like considerably more offensive looking than that. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was like, I guess. Russ Myers would be like, "Hey, tone it down, like <laughs> a couple cup sizes, there, buddy. This nice. is this is outrageous." Wow. Um, anyway, like, like that three D Betty Page comic you, I found in oh your back issue. Oh my bin. god. I don't know the name of your new uh, employee, Sean, Sean, but uh, I was like, sometimes you pick one up and you're like, whoa, this is just porn. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you've got a back issue in there and it's called Betty Page in Danger or something like that. Oh, the, oh and there's a 3D God. glasses yes. in it and there's a 3D section, but the cover <laughs> oh is Betty Page, but she has t- <laughs> boobs that are literally the size of the rest oh. of her body. And the weirdest thing about it is you put yep. a sticker on it uh, over the boobs that is not any in any way cover the boobs, right? It like it no. But there's way. nothing you can do about it because the sticker, right? right the sticker but the, is only a half an inch wide, and her boobs are legitimately like half the cover. But yes. the weirdest thing is because it was so abstract, I yep. didn't notice until I pulled it out of the bag to look at the inside to see what the 3D was about, and I was like, oh, it yeah. actually worked. Putting that tiny little sticker on it, like, actually worked. That's it was so weird. It oh, was good. like super well, psychological. I was like, this is bizarre that this like that I didn't see this because it's so crazy. Yep. Anyway, Draculina. Yep, I will say that is yeah that is a low point in the comic. It's <laughs> a weird one. Truly, truly, truly. Uh, Fist of North Star hardcover volume five, 
And 8 billion genies, number two. Ooh, I like 8 billion genies. Yeah, it's back after they had to pulp all of the covers. What? They had to pulp the whole thing because something went wrong. They did something wrong. There was a misprint or something. Oh, not like content. Like it was like there was a printing error. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I'm going to read about that. I don't know why they did it. They just said, sorry, we're not shipping them to you. Normally, they'll be like, oops, these went out and there's a printing error. Throw them away. This time, they didn't even get to us. They were like, nope, we're just pulping them right here. So, Wow. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I'm Googling that right now. Um, We got Frog Boy, Punk Rock and Roller Derby. Oh, I love that guy. Um, Who's, who does that? Is that... Um, I'm friends with him on Facebook. It's really good. Yeah, Frog Boy is awesome. That's it's cool. I didn't know really you got this. It's good. It's a little graphic novel? It is a big graphic novel. Big graphic novel. Yeah, it's like an oversized. I'll be it's right back. really nice. Um, if I had known how good this was, unfortunately, this cover wasn't solicited with it, which is really stupid. Uh, but, uh, man, once I got the cover, I was like, oh, crap. This thing looks super, super cool. And I will definitely be ordering more of them. Sick. Yeah. Really nice. John Virgin. I'm totally getting this. I didn't see this. Good stuff. Rock and roller derby. Yeah, this is cool. I love his style and I love this frog boy character. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. I've been following this guy on Facebook for a couple years. Good stuff. Sick. Um, Okay, what else we got? We got Ghost Cage number three, which is three of three. So we're finishing that series off. Oh, yeah, and it finishes off in a very strange... It's strange. I mean, it started off in a strange way. The middle was strange, and it's going to be strange. This one was stranger than the previous two, but the art is gorge. I love Nick Dragata, and uh, yeah, it was really... It was good, and it's nice to have like just like a three-issue, and it's done. Yep. Um, We got Harley Quinn number 16. The new villain. First appearance. Get it. (laughs) Uh, Hellboy in the BPRD, Old Man Whittier, one shots. Good. Very good. Oh, cool. Uh, good. Gabriel, the Vinish vision artist, Walta. No Ga- nice. Gabriel Walta did the art on this, and that is exactly who the kind of style I want to see on Hellboy. It's a ghost story set in 1986, nice. which you wouldn't know because there's nothing in it to link it to the year it came out or the year it took place. But, um, but yeah, I liked it. It was good. Done in one Hellboy ghost story. All right. Uh, we have one that I was actually kind of interested in that I kind of wanted to see, which is Iron Cat. It was eh, it was meh. For me, it was. Um, it might be a bigger deal for someone who is really into the Black Cat or Iron Man, yeah. I guess. The Iron Man ten- yeah. connection was sort of tentative. And actually, the Black Cat connection was sort of not as tentative, but... I, I thought, I assumed it was Black Cat wearing a suit of armor, but that is not what it is. That is not what it is. That is not what it is. Oh, interesting. Okay. Black Cat is in it. Oh. But it is not Black Cat wearing a suit of armor with cat ears. Oh, well, that's a shame. Okay, interesting. <laughs> All right. All right. Iron Man and Hellcat, annual number one. I like that she's finally getting credit for being the co-star of this new Iron Man series. Yeah. After she's been in every single issue of it. Yeah, so totally. And it's like they're in a relationship. Yeah. That seems like a, a long time coming. I Can any Marvel hero have a relationship with a woman who doesn't have red hair? I don't is that think, like a... I don't think they're allowed. I don't think so. Like, is it... I mean, I guess Gwen Stacy, but then she died. That's what happens. That's The Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman, I guess. Yeah, but like Johnny was like Crystal. She had red hair. They always have to have red hair. Spider Man, MJ, Rick Jones, Marlowe, uh, or Joe Fixit, Marlowe. I mean Betty. Yeah, although she, yeah, but they, yeah, but yeah. their relationship was so fraught that it wasn't really a relationship. Yeah, they did get married though. Hmm. Yeah, you got me there. Okay. Hole, hole poked in the theory. <laughs> the Hulk is the only the only other one i'm sure there's i mean there's probably plenty but no i know still weird ones, but there's a lot of uh redhead marvel has like a redhead thing absolutely true um also this week the first uh i think the first ever marvel furry cover which i think is yeah i saw that i think that is a like the straight up like critter yeah. like yes this is a furry yeah. cover like it is like, not 
a cutesy cover with animals um, on it. This is a sexualized mascot costume yes. character. Like deviant art yeah. quality yeah. Marvel cover. Uh, Iron Man Hellcat. That is 100% what is going on there. Yes. Uh, on that Zulo variant, it is like... Yeah. Oh, what the hell's the name of that that thing that? Uh, oh my God! What was the book that? Uh, Omaha. <laughs> oh well, I mean, <laughs> certainly there is Omaha. The book that uh, Usagi Ojimbo came from. Oh, Yummy Fur. No. No. no wait. No. What was his? Uh, Anthropo and. <sighs> I don't know. I thought he was in Yummy Fur. Oh, weird. That would be very strange if he was in Yummy Fur. Maybe I just Maybe don't know what I'm talking about because I don't follow that style of art. Weird. Anyway, What's Yummy Fur? Uh, yummy Fur is that Chester Brown thing. Oh, all right. It's horrifying. Uh, <laughs> let's see. All right. Critters. That's the name of it. Critter was, the, was one of the yes, first appearance. Was he was. No, he was in something else prior to that. But a lot of early appearances are in Critter or Critters or whatever it is. If it was critters, it would be so much better because then it would be the little rolling krites from space that eat everything. <laughs> uh, okay, M is for monster, graphic novel. I did not look at this, but this looks freaking cool. I, I'm into this. We got the hard covers and the soft covers for this. So, anthropomorph, albedo, anthropomorphics, albedo. That's, that's where his first appearance is. It's like albedo number two or something like that. There you go. Uh, That's it, right, too. It is a comic that I believe somewhere... I don't know if my mind made it up as soon as I saw that it was worth like 10 grand. Uh, I wow. think that maybe my mind made up a false memory, but I feel like I can somehow see something seared into my mind where I went, I don't need this, and threw it in the trash. Ooh. Somehow my brain like th is thinking back like 10 to 15 years when I was like, what the hell is this? This goes in the garbage. No. <laughs> I can't imagine why my brain would hold on to that memory, but <laughs> but whatever. It's probably just I, I might have to quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. That's a that's a hard one to walk away from. Wouldn't that be terrible? Uh, my my brain loves to do stuff like that to me, where it's like, you know, you probably just threw that away. <laughs> Ouch. Also, you know how many copies of Walking Dead number one you sold for only like. Three dollars each. Oh yeah, it. but that's like just that's just the nature of the Think game. Think about what happened. <laughs> you couldn't. You could have quit by now. There's been so many comics that like have gone on of to be course. like so, ex or like every time I see like a Marvel comic from the '80s that sells for like because it's in that damn TV show or whatever, and I'm like, I had this. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh yeah. That said, none of my comics are in good condition. So even if I did have it, it wouldn't be yeah. worth anything. But if but. you had copies of The Maid I Hired Recently is Mysterious Graphic Novel Volume 3, you could be entitled to a whopping $13 wow. retail price for it. So You should give me one so I can make 13 bucks. You should probably look into that. Uh, <laughs> we got Monstrous number 41. We cool. got My Hero Academia Team Up Missions Graphic Novel Volume 2. <sighs> <sighs> got it. <laughs> Uh, Nocturnal's Omnibus Hardcover Volume 2. Uh-oh, I'm not going to make it through this podcast. <laughs> I'm not able to talk anymore. Um, we've got Pandemic Fall of Rome back in stock. We've got Pearl 3, number 2, that nobody is reading because who gives a shit? <laughs> um, we've got Pentagram of Horror, which I only realized now in looking at it from the outside. It's got, like, creepy hands on the side and whatever. But it also, when you back it up as far as I have from where I am and I'm looking at it, it looks very much like the cover to Too Fast for Love by Motley Crue, which nice. is very funny. I, there's a cross in the, and I, I this is Joe Schmalky, right? Yeah. Uh, no, this is, oh. uh, this is Marco Fontanelli. Oh. He's fucking amazing. Cool. He but has a couple of other things like look out for this dude. He's got a couple of books coming out and he's going to be a phenomenon. He is so good. Nice. It, the cover says United in hate, but there's a cross in the middle of it and it looks like it says United in fate. And I was like, <laughs> why does it say fate? Because uh, Thetans. Fate. Uh, ah, the, fate. the things that your e-meter reads. Yes. When you're going into your Scientology But meetings. of course. But of course. We got 
some pop funkos including an adorable little uh fucking jurassic park uh atrociraptor nice it's so cute i can't stand it and uh also we've got a joan chat which is also pretty awesome well, there's a lapras that i saw back there is that new as well yeah that's pretty new yeah i hadn't seen it before pretty cool not that i really look at them all the time power rangers unlimited countdown to ruin number one go, go. there's a new ranger in it what <gasps> first appearance of a new ranger it's the mauve ranger mauve i don't know it's i think it's the death ranger it would be cool if mauve took off their mask and it was b arthur and it was like i'm actually the mod ranger if only uh we've got chip zadarsky's public domain i read it and i liked it interesting yeah it's uh it's written and drawn by the old zadarsk the old zadarsk and as, uh, as everyone calls him, yes. the Zdarsk, <laughs> the old ye old Zdarsk, hey, Zdarsk, how's hey, it going? Zdarsk. Uh, it's basically like uh, Stanley and Jack Kirby created a character, and there's uh, it's like literally, it's like the it's obviously like patterned after. Like, it's like this guy is like an entertainment writer. His dad is Jack Kirby, who created this character, yep. and they're making movies of it. And I don't want to give away the twist right. at the end, yeah. which is not like the kind of twist that's like the character is real or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. like that. It's a very like this is like a a story that could happen to yeah. anyone who's who's <laughs> yes. whose parent had created a superhero that they made a film oh, of. Um, it is. It, uh, I liked it. it I can't good. wait to read this one. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and actually, speaking of which, there's another one that I can't wait to read, which is Red Man Number One. Not to be confused with Red Man. The, the chewing tobacco, of course. <laughs> no, the I was thinking about the rapper, actually. <laughs> that, was, that was the joke. Uh, everybody thinks of Red Man the rapper first. But it is very strange. This is the person who created Ultraman, uh, and he is back making a new comic for Behemoth because I guess they just contacted him and said, hey, are you available? Hmm. And he said, okay, sure. I'll make a robot that looks like that custom golf cart that Bob Hope used to drive around in. <laughs> and Wait, so this like is a brand face. new character brand created new by character. the char- creator of Ultraman yeah. for this comic. For, th- ah. for these guys. I Now I wish I had read it. So this is, it's a fascinating idea. I mean, it's worth giving a shot to at least once. I mean, at least he's fighting monsters. So that part I like. I know that it is an Ultraman who is fighting Ultraman style monsters. So I'm, you know, I'm sold to a certain extent. If the art's serviceable, I'm going to be into it. Uh, we got Righteous Thirst for Vengeance number nine. Ooh, it's pretty righteous. I read the last one, but I didn't read this one, and I probably should have. Robin number 15. I did not read Robin. What about a Sabretooth number four? I did Oh, read this. you know what? You talk about it because I, I was like, oh, I didn't read this, and then I never did. This is the only one that I did read. And uh, I loved it. Uh, it's There's not a lot to say. I mean, anything that I'd say about it is going to be a spoiler because characters come back and some other things happen. And either way, all I can say is that this miniseries is just five times better than it has any reason to be. Wait, Piguman is in that? What the fuck? This is Arstron. Wow. There's also something called Helpless Kaiju Redmon. Yeah, that's that's Pigumon. Oh, this guy? I mean, I guess I guess they're changing his name or something, but that's definitely Pigumon. I don't know, the man. The weird little you know more weird little pig monster. You I know like more him. about that stuff than I do. He's an Ultraman character. You ah. know what? Maybe this is a this is just a manga that was made that they just bought because this is way too high quality for them. This fucking art rules. <laughs> No, there's no way Behemoth made this. This is a pickup. They really pitched it as though this was their thing. Yeah, this is. It says created by something Tsuburaya Productions, but then there's creators. Yeah. Oh, and the story and art is by one person, Matt Frank. What? Matt Frank. What? That doesn't. What? Who did it? Okay. Whatever. This doesn't make any sense. Some fucking American dude? Okay. Bite me, everybody. It has been broadcast by Happy Tank. Although, I gotta tell you, man, it looks gorgeous. I'm I'm actually into it. I don't care how it got made. I think it looks great. Yeah. Um, oh, beeping. She-Hulk, number four. 
I think that they have figured out finally how to make Jack of Hearts not look like a total strange, a total strange weird person. <laughs> yep. Um, which is basically just give him a big old sweatshirt with a heart on it. Yeah. And just have him walk around like he's wearing regular clothes other than that. But I like the She-Hulk series a lot. I think it's very good. Yeah. Um, and there's a stupid variant that like overly makes She-Hulk look super cute and all this other stuff. And it's a Spider-Man variant, and I still like it. Yeah, I, do, I that, actually that variant is fine. I really like for some reason. I, I don't know why. I went for the one that had the thing on the cover because I yeah, just that, I like that old, one's great. Old blue eyes, but uh, but yeah, the Spider Fra- one. Frank was, Sinatra. No, old blue eyes, Ben uh, Grimm. Oh, <laughs> the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. Uh, I see. Um, so so when those advertisements for. For old blue eyes is back. That was that was, was when Grimm. the thing came back to the he Fantastic was, Four after a brief hits. hiatus. <laughs> uh, so sins of the black flamingo. This is the Tamara bomb villain, and uh, you hated it. No, I didn't hate it. I just I didn't it, I didn't bring it home. I mean, it was okay. I don't like its it quality. It's good. It's it's just it. You know what it was to me. The art in it was like all of those Nightwing variant covers. Oh, I mean, and it, I just, I just not what I'm looking for. I mean, it looks super art. homoerotic. I mean, yeah, it's which is you know, it's what fine. It's supposed to be. I don't but, need to yuck anyone's yum, but like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't love it. Right, fair enough. It may not be, it may not it, be directed in your direction. It, I, I would b- plunk money on the table, <laughs> uh, taking a bet that it is definitely not made for me. Okay, uh, what about Sonic the Hedgehog number fifty? Was that I made thought for the you? cover looked cool, but I did not read it. There's so a couple great covers it. for that. Um, yep, that's out. We got Scorched, number seven, out. Scorched. Scorched. Um, we got Spider-Man 2099, Exodus, the movement of jaw people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not that Exodus. I wish it was called that the so bad. different Exodus. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, try, so there it is, like number three. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we got Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 24. Got to tell you, I was not... So, I had basically given up on Star Wars comics. Like, I'm not going to read them. I don't care. It's, I didn't read I'm any too far behind, blah, blah, blah. And I finally just buckled down, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm reading the Darth Vader series. And I started from the beginning, and I'm, like, almost caught up to current continuity with Darth Vader. Mm. And it's awesome. Nice. <laughs> like, I did not think that I was capable of enjoying it. Darth Vader deserves yeah. a, something to be good done with the, his name on it. But also this is the this is the thing about our current society this is gonna get political and weird. I don't know. Uh but um but the thing is, there is a certain amount of like this fetishization of villains that's going on in the world right now where it's like, yeah, fascism might be cool. I mean, look at how all these people who are analogs for Nazis are awesome. He's clearly a. He's got stormtroopers. Wow, stormtroopers are cool. Let's dress up like stormtroopers. Let's all kind of get in a get in a line. You know what? A brown shirt would go well with this. Let's kind of. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> for me, it's it's getting weird. But this series does not do that. It does not fetishize him. It doesn't make him the good guy. He is still the fucking bad guy. It's not like reinventing him. So it's like, well, from a certain point of view, Darth Vader's really the good yeah. guy. It's not that you really you're siding with the Jedi the whole time The they're doing things and they are their their movement forward in the world is being set up through the deeds of these people. And if Vader kills somebody, he does it in a way that you're like, what a dick face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's clear that he is not doing the right thing ever. I, so I I very much appreciate that. Yeah, the thing for me is the is and this is a very much a Disney thing, uh, but I think yeah. it happens out, uh, all over the place. Is the is the like over redemption of yes. villain characters? Where Absolutely. It's like, I don't want to like Darth Vader, but what I do want from Darth Vader is for him to be a badass. Right. Like I want him to be formidable yeah. and. I'm not going to say anything else because there's literally right. no way I can't spoil Obi-Wan yeah, 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 Kenobi yeah, yeah. if I so if I keep talking. But uh yes, but I will also say that uh 
It was those fucking Dalmatians, it turns out. Yes. And it turns out Cruella DeVille. Cruella DeVille is a perfect example. She like, was she's the good guy. Fucking those, monster. Those fucking monstrous little bastards. And then they're like, oh, actually, she was just, uh, was everyone did her wrong, <laughs> and that's why she's... No, she fucking skinned dogs to wear them. A lot of dogs. Yeah, but only the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. I watched Cruella. I saw that movie. I saw what they did there. Was it any good? No. Okay, good. I mean, I, I, someone else would probably answer that question with an astounding yes. I'm sure. I'm sure. But it an is, astounding yes. But I'm I not, That's the wrong word there. But, you know, like uh, Maleficent Emphatic. and all of these things where it's, yeah. it is, there is a certain amount, there's Wicked, there's all this well, kind I of think like that redemption Malef- of Maleficent, villains. if you go into the actual myth of like she's actually not like even though she's the bad guy like it's kind of like is she really a bad guy if you look at the source mythology (laughs) like yeah like i mean i don't i i I could prepare uh, a book report on why maleficent is actually okay but but like uh but you know like but there's yeah. like in Station Eleven when the guy kills David Cross by strapping a bomb to a child, and then at the end he gets a redemption arc, and it's like no, he bombed, like he turned children into human fucking weapons. Yeah. He's not a good guy. He doesn't get a love story or yeah. Kylo Ren or any of that right. shit. It's yeah, just yeah. like they're bad. Like I don't need them. I don't need a lovey. Right. No. Let's listen. Bl- man. Preaching to ye choir. I am. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Uh, we're talking about this is actually comics, but we're talking about actually movies. Yes, uh, we got uh, Doctor Afro Twenty One, which we're not going to talk about, and Han Solo and Chewbacca Number Three, which I also didn't read because I do not need to read any more adventures of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, there's a reason why they killed him because we are over it. Yeah, I like Chewbacca. Still, I love Chewbacca. I don't know. I just I need it to. But be... he died because a moon crashed into him. <laughs> Sorry, that's no longer canon that that happened. Yeah. I only know this because one of my friends is the editor for all the Star Wars books at Del Rey, and she got death threats when they killed Chewbacca. There were, like, lots of death threats that came through the office for killing Chewbacca. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I actually read the comic adaption of it. It wasn't, wasn't bad. Uh, Who did the art on that? It was good. I don't know. Duncan Fergredo, I believe. I didn't even know there was one, but yeah. Yeah. She, was, she edited, I think she's edited, like, almost every fucking Star Wars book that Del Rey ever put out. Wow. So she's been doing it forever, and she finally retired because she was sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But she's awesome, and Star Wars yet again proving it has the worst fans. <sighs> sometimes, and I include I mean, myself in that number sometimes because I am terrible. They do. I never uh, death threaded anybody. Though. <laughs> no, <laughs> nor have I. Uh, but you know what we do have? You know what they do have the best of? Action figures. Mm, tell me about that. The goddamn truth. Uh, there's new Black Series figures including the Return of the Jedi Boba Fett figure, which is, I know that they've made a trillion of these things, but I will say that without a doubt, this is the best uh, entry-priced action figure I've ever seen that is not in a Hot Toys wow. level. What is this, this size-wise? It's the is this like inch. a six. It's the, like, the, the, not the little little, but like... Like Marvel Legends size. Yeah, it's about Marvel Legends size. It's right behind you, actually. Oh. It's gorgeous. Um, and so we've got those. We've got the, the Death Watch Mandalorian figure. Uh, the Boba Fett is like 10 bucks more than all the other ones. It's no ones. longer mint. And that one is also all beaten up because Bob dropped it. Uh, but... There, uh, but he has a lot of accessories. They they threw a bunch oh, of shit I in with him. The box, I'm you sorry. fucking monster. Um, <laughs> we've got the uh, we've got Echo from uh, the 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 batch that is not good. The bad batch. The is that is it called the bad batch? I think there is something called called the bad batch. I don't know. I watched the first six episodes and actually very much liked it, and I still cannot remember what it's called. Um. Uh, do, 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 do. Yes, and also there's an Omega figure, which is weird. I mean, whatever. She's she's the cute kid figure or character that has to show up in any Star Wars thing, uh, according to some sort of law. 
that George Lucas passed at some point. Yeah, that's a, it's definitely a Lucas law. Um, and Although then Disney the, was happy to adopt it. I'm sure. It's also a Disney law, so well, yeah. what are you going to do? But I think the most important thing that I have is we have Werner Herzog figures <laughs> in the form of the black series of the client from the first episode or few first few episodes of the Mandalorian. And nice. Of course, you know, you can just make this guy into a regular Werner Herzog in any moment. <laughs> yes. It looks just like him. It's amazing. And, uh, I, speaking of, of Werner, I would listen to that dude talk on any subject for 10 straight hours. <laughs> like he has the most fascinating brain. I really like him quite a bit. Nice. Yeah, he's good. What a what an amazing dude. Uh, anyway. My version of that would be Harry Dean Stanton, and I'm still <laughs> waiting for Repo Man action figures. I can't How believe they haven't are made are there it. no... Re- I like would have to buy... Like reaction Repo Man figures, I would buy I would everything that buy came out. I would have to buy every fucking Repo Man figure. Yes. And the car. And the yes. glowing green car. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Damn. Ordinary fucking people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you say plate of shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Damn. Anyway, uh, Swamp Thing number 14's out. Oh, yeah. There's Green Lanterns in it. This is such a great book. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Having a a Green Lantern in it is pretty great. Yeah, it It, it definitely was a good choice. Full 180 there. It, the, uh, yeah, honestly, as soon as Green Lantern showed up in this, it felt like reading that first issue of Swamp Thing where he met Batman. Yeah. You know, where you're like, oh shit, oh, this oh, he is in the same world. Yeah. Because they never really, they were like, hey, let's not talk about this is, this is uh, we don't want to, we don't want to talk about this. Yeah, totally. I do like the um, like um, like it kind of harkens back to like the Swamp Thing going to space Alan yes. Moore issues too, which were also actually that. super underrated because they such were like way late in the run. Yep. I, I'm such a huge unapologetic Swamp Thing fan. I love so much of that stuff. I, I like Swamp Thing so much that I like the saga issues that, <laughs> that were just reprints of the originals no 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 the uh. the one when it when it turned to saga of swamp thing and it was just that bronze age garbage. oh i actually like those because i really like nestor redondo i think he's a very un- undersung bronze age artist i mean the art is fine the art is is what it is but man the the writing is just and it's not even bad writing it's just the version of the character that they chose to go with is in such stark contrast to the to both the brilliantly written horror comic yeah. that started off and the brilliantly written transcendental sci-fi fantasy thing that came later. And it's like, this thing is just nonsense. It's just kind of like, it's like the worst of superhero garbage as far as writing goes. It's like, it's like they wrote him like he was a guy in a rubber suit. Right. Exactly. It's like he, he actually was dressed up as a superhero character and he could like take off the suit at any moment. Yes. Not great. Uh, we've got what everybody's been asking for, the Sweet Paprika Merca and Dolfo 7-inch action figure. Of course, if you've got $169 kicking Whoa. around, why not buy yourself one of those? All right. And as we were saying before, is I did... Is that the pig? No, it's not the pig. This is that other one. This is the devil lady. Oh. Um, we got Tara, Witch of the Black Rose... As spoken of earlier, as the uh, <laughs> the other boobalicious comic, it's a good, it's mostly just a fight scene. Fair, um, oddly enough, that is odd. <laughs> uh, Task Force Z in number nine. Yep. Uh, Teen Titans Go Undead trade paperback. Ooh, this is uh, this is a no brainer choice for if you have kids and they like the Teen Titans Go show. This book rules, and kids are so into it. Like, it is perfect. Check it out for kids. Excellent. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime graphic novel, volume nineteen. Man, these are coming out fast. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep them coming. People are gonna get bored. Um, we've got a Hot Toys out this week, Ooh. which is from the Mandalorian. It is the Transport Trooper. 
which is a which is probably one of the coolest new redesigns of troopers for the Star Wars series. I remember when I saw that I was like, "Ooh, that's going to make a cool action figure," which is probably <laughs> why I picked it up for the store. Nice. Uh but yes, we have a couple of those, a couple of them hot toys and uh we also have a uh be on the lookout for it. And if you want to pre-order it from me, just drop me a line. Uh but uh Moff Gideon is coming out next week. So that will be, you know, with the dark saber, that's going to be a very popular hot toy. Who's Moff Gideon? He's the the one that was he's the first person that handcuffed the adorable little baby Yoda. Oh. He was the previous yeah. owner of the dark saber in that first series. <laughs> he's uh the guy po- El Pollo Loco. I don't know what that is. Um I've never seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. So I have no idea what you're talking But you know what it is somehow cuz you knew it was from Breaking Bad. I mean, I know that it's a crazy chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's that. He's his name is Gus Fring, and he's the he's basically like the biggest villain. If there's a villain of Breaking Bad that isn't okay, Brian Cranston himself. Right. Okay, it's uh, this guy Gus Fring, and he owns a chain of chicken restaurants. Okay, called El Pollo Loco. I I believe, and I that, might be remembering the name of it wrong. It might be. I don't know. All I know is that uh, one of my one of the people I used to work with uh, when I worked at Portland Housing, he was from uh, some place in Central America. I can't remember exactly which one of the Central American countries, but something that was so war-torn that he literally had to run out or be asked to join a contra-rebel group of some Jesus. sort. So he like had all sorts of crazy stories, but uh, also... He made me something called uh, Maze Loco, which he was like, it's crazy, corn. crazy corn. And it was the most amazing fucking thing. It's basically Mexican street corn, but like so much better that uh, I will probably never have anything that good ever again. Uh, and that's the story. Uh, anyway, we got Thor lightning and lament, which is so much different than love and thunder. Uh, it's almost the opposite of love and thunder. Some might say. Yes. Uh, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power, number 30. Uh, on the subject of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I will say that if you have a Switch and you have not downloaded Shredder's Revenge or whatever the hell the new Turtles game is, Ooh. you need to do it right fucking now because that thing rules. Uh, I have a Switch Lite and my controllers are busted and uh, I can't like play any games. I can barely play Animal Crossing. That sucks. Yeah. I have oh to my send God. it away to get fixed it's or something, but so... I bought it used, so like I don't know even how to do it. It's so good. Oh my God. It's like... It's like a perfect version of Turtles in Time, only with like way better controls and like... Nice way better moves and just way better art it's just it's the best sounds great it's great anyway uh speaking of turtles again last ronin hardcover is finally out the full collection of last ronin teenage mutant Ninja turtles is available uh, i will finally sit down and read it now because nice. i have not had a chance to do that yet uh we got beast wars trade paperback volume two we've got the vampire slayer AKA Buffy. I do think they did a good job with that foil cover. They did. That is it's a cool foil cover. That is ridiculously sweet. Um, I do enjoy that. There's also a comic out this week that I should have read uh, called The Variants. I read it. What do you think? That was all right. It's Gail Simone. Oh, hell yeah. Gail yeah. Simone's back. It's basically, it's a Jessica Jones comic. Um, I know. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it is on the cover, so I feel like it's not a huge... Like, there's basically alternate versions of Jessica Jones showing up. Mm -hmm. There's one where it's like... Her if she'd never not been Jewel or Jenny. I mean, I would imagine Jewel will show up at some point. It's her, and then the next version she meets is, like, basically her from the TV show, and then the next version that shows up is her if she was Captain America. Oh, weird. Okay, yeah. cool. So there's going to be a lot of alternate versions of Jessica Jones in this comic. Interesting. I mean... Also, it, Daredevil's in it, and he's an asshole. <laughs> I think it's I think it's interesting to have this particular character covering this particular thing. Mm. The idea of, like, 
all of the spider verses and all these other things. And you could have all the millions of Captain Americas or any millions of whatever else. But a bunch of Jessica Joneses is actually an interesting thing and written in the style of Alias. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, and it's I think, it's I think, a little more straightforward than the alias style. That is a shame. That but it's a, Gail Simone, so it's written in the Gail Simone style. So Gail Simone good. wrote it, so I know yeah. it's going to be And Phil, Phil Noto drew it, so the art's oh, really good, Oh, awesome. Too. Yeah, it's good. Holy shit, yeah. So I haven't Quality read it, superheroing. But, but I feel like I can give that high marks without reading it. Yeah. Uh, Venom, The Lethal Protector. I did not read it. Well, it's got some crazy covers. Uh, I do like that. Hmm. One Dance graphic novel, volume one. Hmm. I don't know what it is. There will not. There's only one volume of this because it's one dance. Oh, there you go. Unless it's a really it's, long dance. It's W A N dance. <laughs> oh, one dance. Sorry. Yes. Uh, like, I don't have the benefit of being able to look at the list. I know. What is the furthest place from here? Number seven. Oh, I can't. Every time it comes out, I'm like, I'm behind. I need to read these, and I just haven't yet. But I God, know it's good. How could you I catch up? It's good. I have a great idea. How about what's the furthest place from here? Trade paperback volume one. Ooh, is that out this week? It is out this week. What Damn. a great way to catch up. Damn. Uh, we got Wolverine patch number three, which is great. Yeah. And it has Larry a Hobbit. Kevin Eastman. Yeah. Cover. Uh, they keep doing Kevin Eastman covers, which yeah. is great. Uh excellent number four don't care there are people i know who read zero superhero comics that read this comic that does not surprise me yeah because i think that's the audience i think that's probably true i think probably people who i mean i was a huge fan of this series like i am the target demographic for this book and i don't know how it has lost me I don't know how I'm not reading this. It just it vexes me that somebody who read all of Ecstatics, all of X uh, X Force, like I'm the person. I like if I could have subscribed to AAA Comics and gotten every single thing that Mike Allred did for eternity, I probably would have signed up for that service. Mm. Just like if he's involved, gimme. And then this came out, and I was like, yeah, I think I'll pass. Like, even the first issue that was Mike Allred, I was like, huh. Mm, no, thanks. Yeah. It's too bad. I do know. I mean, he's still, it's him. He drew it. He's, he's still fucking drawing it? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do the cover, I don't think, but, or at least Whoa. the one that's there. But yeah, no, it's definitely still him. Wow. I think if it's still this, it's Peter Milgan, too. It's the same okay. creative team. Yeah. I'm, I'm going back in. I'm going back in. I thought that he was going to drop out, too. So No, it's mm. definitely those guys. Definitely. And there's an evil dupe. Dupe is in it. Dupe does stuff in this Dupe, issue. Dupe's doing stuff in I mean, I love the evil Dupe, though. <laughs> I didn't see the evil Dupe. He's, like, spiky and red eyes and black. He looks like a chupacabra that floats in midair. <laughs> There's uh, an eyeball character that's like, I'm just an eyeball. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's very funny. This eyeball has shown up in both the X-Men comics and the excellent comics. <laughs> Unless it's a different eyeball. It could be a different eyeball. I don't know. Uh, it's not the orb, I can tell you that. It is not the orb. It is just It is just a sentient the eyeball. orb, who didn't used to be an eyeball, but then, like, Jason Aaron just, like, made him his character, and he became an eyeball. Yeah. He was, the eye was a helmet, because it was a Ghost Rider thing, so yeah. he just had a big, dumb helmet. Yep. Uh, X-Force, number 29. X-Men Red, number 4. X-Men yeah. Red has a cover that is a giant spoiler for uh, all the other X-Men books. So whatever. Who cares? Oh. I didn't fine. see that. I only saw the one that had Jean Grey on the cover. There you go. Just watch the Hellfire Gala variant. Yep. Because there's already another Hellfire Gala that they have costumes for. Because apparently that's 90% of what people want in an X-Men comic is just to see them wearing different costumes. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Criteria. So we got those things and X Men Red, and that is it. That is all we've got. Ah. I mean, we ran pr- it's an hour and five, so you know, huh. tight bad. hour and five. I mean, there were a lot of books this week. Yeah, there were, and we also you know, we haven't had one in two weeks, so exactly. we had to make up for so we had lost stuff time. To talk about, um, yeah, all of those things. Check it out. Cool yeah, yeah, yeah. comic books. Read we love them. them. 
I'll make a video. You can see the stuff, see pictures too. Yeah. Uh, follow us at Coast City Comics and at Um Actually Comics, and uh, buy things from CoastCityComics.com, and I would appreciate it. It helps us keep the place afloat. That is wonderful. Rate and review us. Tell your friends to listen to this for all of their comic book needs. Uh, and while you're at it, if you feel like listening to the Funbox Monster podcast for all of your horror movie podcast needs, yeah. check that out, too. You guys are doing phantasms. We're we're on a roll. We've done three phantasms so far. So far, four is coming up on Thursday. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love these fucking movies. Yeah, they're good ones. Yep. All right, and people can find Bob oh. at uh, Dollar Binge at Dollar Binge. Yes, is, at Dollar is really binge. the the best place to follow Bob. Nice, and that is it. And we will see you next week. Thank you all for listening, and uh, good night. Bye.